tablets. This is an equity initiative, so we really do want to make sure that these tablets are going to individuals in our community that are um, very isolated, don't have access to technology, um, and could really use this device. So if you're a wealthier senior, um, this sounds like one where, even though it's, it's a wonderful freebie, this is one where you might want to step back and, and let somebody else have this. Yes, for sure. The application does actually ask about income level. And so, as I mentioned, this is a focus on equity. And so we really do want to um, to identify seniors that are lower income, isolated without devices. I'm Sarah Fenske. This is St. Louis on the Air. We've all heard about the digital divide. A new initiative from the St. Louis County Library aims to tackle it head on. The county library system was awarded $4 million in federal CARES Act funding for its digital equity initiative. Now it's using that money on a three-pronged effort. It's paying for in-person and virtual tutoring for children with special needs. It's distributing 10,000 hotspots and about 6,500 Chromebooks to school districts across St. Louis County. And it's giving out 1,500 specially designed tablets to seniors, giving them access to the internet designed with their needs in mind. They're called grand pads. One of the seniors who's been given a grand pad is Rosella Thompson, better known as Rose. She's 86 years old and lives in Florissant. She says she's doing her best to avoid human contact these days. Wearing masks when somebody come in my house, uh, you know, just being very cautious, even if I had to go to the grocery store, have to be so cautious. So it's, it's a bad thing, you know, pandemic is. Rose Thompson said that she hopes to use her new grand pad to keep in better touch with her family. I have a lot of my families out of town, and I don't hear from them as much because I don't do a lot of texting out of town. So they said this would help me a lot in texting. So I thought I would really like to try this. Sound like it's a blessing. And that is GrandPad recipient Rose Thompson. And here to discuss this new initiative with us is St. Louis County Library Director Kristen Sorth. Kristen, welcome back. Thanks for having me. So, Kristen, how is a GrandPad different than an iPad? Sure. It is designed by and for seniors, and it comes loaded with data, so there's no need to have access to the Internet. And then it is, it's a managed tablet, so everything that you need is already on the tablet, including access to games and music and weather and, you know, all kinds of other fun things that seniors might be interested in. But it also has access to the Internet. It gives you an email address automatically. A lot of seniors in our community don't have email addresses. So it's really just geared completely to older adults. Hmm. Rosella Thompson mentioned texting family members. That sounds like something she'll be able to do with this. Yet yeah, you can use the device for video calls. So it's really great um, if you send an email to someone when it opens in their email, you're automatically connected by a video call. So not only can you, you know, do texting like you would on a phone, but in this case, you are connecting face to face with someone through this tablet. Hmm. I mean, that just sounds great. What, what even put this idea on your radar of, of giving out these grand pads? 
So I, um, so we've been involved, as you mentioned, in the digital equity initiative since the summer, and we were focused on school-aged kids. And then I was asked to attend a meeting of the Older Adults Commission in the summer, and I've been attending their meetings for, for several months. And they really brought an awareness of isolated older adults without access to technology and how, how really difficult and challenging it's been for them during the pandemic to be so isolated. There's some statistics out there that the impact on older adults is significant in terms of failure to thrive and just just a lot of other things. And so when uh, Additional Cares Act money became available, we um, worked with St. Louis County to focus on older adults. And we reached out to some nonprofits who work with older adults and we were trying to decide Chromebooks, hotspots, how do we do this? And then someone recommended that we look at grand pads and we were just blown away by <laughs> how great these are for older adults. So this is a product, uh, you haven't nicknamed it grand pad. The grand pad is a thing that's out there. Yes, it's a thing. It's a device that um, has existed for uh, several years. Their main um, service model is to work with individuals, so um, an individual could get a grand pad as well, or to work with hospitals or doctor's offices for mm -hmm. telehealth. So this is a really unique partnership with a library district. They have never, they've never done this before, and so we reached out to them and said, we have this idea, and they were just really thrilled about it. Hmm. So now you plan to give away 1,500 of these. What are the requirements for somebody to get one of these for themselves? Applicants uh, need to apply through the library. They can either go on our website and there's a direct link to apply or they can call 314-994-3300 and they have to be a resident of St. Louis County and they have to have a St. Louis County Library library card and if they don't have a library card, we can either get them signed up over the phone or they can fill out an online application to get a library card. And th those are the basic requirements. This is an equity initiative, so we really do want to make sure that these tablets are going to individuals in our community that are um, very isolated, don't have access to technology, um, and could really use this device. So if you're a wealthier senior, um, this sounds like one where, even though it's, it's a wonderful freebie, this is one where you might want to step back and, and let somebody else have this. Yes, for sure. The application does actually ask about income level. Mm -hmm. And so, as I mentioned, this is a focus on equity. And so we really do want to um, to identify seniors that are lower income, isolated without devices to give them these these. Um, these grand pads. Now, I know there's always a concern about um, scammers targeting seniors in particular. There's there's an idea there that they're particularly vulnerable to that. How how do these devices work with that potential risk? You know, they thought they really. We always we kind of joke around that the grand pads um, company has thought of everything, but that is a huge focus for them. So these are managed devices, and um, it's very limited on um, what. Um, who and what can contact the senior through the devices. So it's a um, an isolated email account that is, is um, just for them. They actually have another person in their life that is an administrator. So a son, daughter, you know, a friend, family member that um, also 
has has access to this and then they're given their own individual customer service rep that they can just touch a button on the grand pad and call that person directly and it's a person assigned specifically to them so it really is a very controlled environment to protect seniors and that customer service rep are they also there for technical support if if people are having trouble figuring something out they are. I, I have a, a grand pad that they gave me to use as an example, and, and my customer service rep is Savannah. Her picture is on the grand pad, and all I have to do is hit a button that says call Savannah, and she picks up the phone, likely. Um, but that is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So they always have someone who can help them. Kristen, I imagine in your job, you're pretty tech savvy. Have you had to use Savannah as, as you've been navigating this, this device? <laughs> I haven't used Savannah, um, but I I will tell you, I'm just, this is just a really amazing device. And I am on, uh, since I have a grand pad, I'm registered and they even have game tournaments over the weekends. So seniors who are, who have a grand pad can connect and do online gaming together with the games that come loaded to the grand pad. That sounds so fun. I mean, this is going to build community in addition to helping people connect with with people they already know. It really is. And they have access to some streaming um, music channels. And also it comes pre-programmed with music that they can pick the genre that they want. It's a magnifying glass. It has a dictionary. It has like articles of the day, a craft of the day. You can look at a a picture of the the day, the dog of the day. So it's just really awesome. Man, I really want one of these. And I understand I don't qualify. I'm not going to put in an application, but this is, you're really making this sound great. So once people get a grand pad, is this theirs to keep? It's theirs for a year. So we check them out um, to them, just like we would any material from the library. And they have it from for a year from when they received it. And then um, at the end of that year, they could choose to um, continue with the subscription or they can send it back. And we are, of course, having all kinds of conversations about how we want to, to move this into the future. Is this something that we always want to offer our patrons and how that would work? And of course, 1,500 grand pads is about a million dollars in CARES Act money. Mm-hmm. So just to give you a sense of, of the cost, but a, a year, um, hopefully in a year, the world will look very different. Yes. <laughs> Boy, that is, <laughs> I think we can all co-sign onto that statement. Um, yes. And I, I will mention we have links to St. Louis County CARES information so people can sign up directly for the vaccine from their grand pad. We know that there are seniors in our community that are, are struggling with signing up for the vaccine. And so this really makes it easy for them too. Hmm. So I understand this application period is open right now. Um, people can still get in on this, but they have to move pretty quick, right? Yeah, the, uh, the deadline is Friday, um, but there are, you know, we still want people to apply. We, um, we have about 1,700 applications already, but, you know, some of those individuals don't live in St. Louis County. And, you know, so we want as many applications as we can um, so that we can go through and really make sure that um, people who need the tablets get them. Hmm. So this is, as we mentioned, this is part of a bigger initiative for the St. Louis County Library. This is the Digital Equity Initiative. Um, how do you see this part involving seniors fitting into that bigger picture? 
Well, I really think that the whole concept of digital equity has um, come to the forefront during the pandemic. I think there's lots of people um, who have been aware that um, there's a, an equity gap for technology. And that just became so much clearer when we all depended on online online learning and Zoom and all kinds of other things to stay connected. So um, the kids, you know, the kids definitely came first, especially at the beginning of the school year with um, the 10,000 hotspots and about 6,000 Chromebooks. The tutoring um, came next and then it really was who else in our community is struggling because they don't have access to technology and seniors were at the forefront of that because um, they they are they have lots of reasons to not leave their home because of COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, as Rose said. Mm-hmm. No, that that makes sense. And uh, you know, it seems like access to library branches is also such a godsend for so many families during normal times. I know you've been doing all this extra stuff during this pandemic, but now we're seeing case counts beginning to drop. Are there discussions about reopening those branches? There are definitely discussions. <laughs> We're definitely talking about it and trying trying to figure things out because you're right. Um, we are doing a lot of things via curbside, and really, for the most part, um, you can you can do what you did before. You just aren't inside the building. However, there are many people that use our computers and our free Wi-Fi um, to to conduct business and to handle personal personal things as well. And so those are the those are the people I think that we're really we're really concerned about. And we have been offering Chromebook hotspot bundles for checkout and that has been really helpful to people who are missing our, our technology needs. But yes, we're definitely um, we're definitely having conversations about what a phased um, reopening looks like. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's so hard to make that decision. I'm sure you don't want to make it and then have to reverse it again. Um, is that part of the calculation? Like once we're that open, is, we want to be open. Yes, that's definitely part of the calculation. And and as you said, the, the positivity rates are definitely decreasing. And then with vaccine becoming more prevalent and hopefully just increasing over the next couple of months, that those two things together really um, make us feel much more comfortable about a phased reopening plan. Hmm. So we could see that um, this spring. You could. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to be pinned down on this one, are (laughs) you? I am not. Well, Kristen, in our final minute here, I do want to bring this back to the grand pads. If people were listening earlier and are feeling excited about getting in on this, I understand that phone number is 314-994-3300. Is that right? That is correct. And we have um, people that answer the phones um, that are available to assist. We know it's kind of... uh, counterintuitive to ask people who don't have access to technology to apply online and so we want to make sure that they know they can call the library and someone will be on the phone to help them apply. Okay and if they have somebody who um, is willing to help them it sounds like there's lots of information about this on the St. Louis County Library website we'll also make sure to get that on our website that's stlpublicradio.org for people who want to help a friend or a family member get in on this it's not too late but they need to act fast. So St. Louis County Library Director Kristen Sorth, I want to thank you so much for joining us today and and sharing about this whole initiative. 
Oh, thanks for having me. It was great to talk to you. We also have a quick programming note. In just a couple weeks, we'll be marking one full year since Missouri Governor Mike Parson declared a state of emergency amid the COVID-19 pandemic. That's just hours after then-President Trump declared the pandemic a national emergency. On March 12th, we're planning a special edition of St. Louis on the Air devoted to reflections on the past year, and we would love to hear yours. What have you found yourself grieving in recent months? What has brought you joy or strength? What has surprised you the most during all of this? We invite you to share your reflection by leaving us a brief voicemail. Please include your first name and where you're calling from. You can call us at 314-516-6397 to leave us your message. That's a dedicated voicemail line no one will pick up. Again, that's 314-516-NEWS. And if you'd prefer to write out your thoughts, you can email us at talk at stlpublicradio.org. And then join us March 12th for the on-air conversation. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.